everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are really thrilled today. We are here talking about a whole convention for Christmas. This is very exciting. It's the Christmas con, which I was not able to attend. I film critic Rachel Wagner. I was not able to, but I have two people uh, here with me to tell us all about the experience and, uh, and hopefully they'll be doing more and maybe one closer to me or whatever. So I can go next time, but it'll be really fun to hear all about it. So I have Anne is here. Hi everybody. Yay. <laughs> and Elise Murray's here. Hi everyone. Yay. Thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Of course. Uh, so why don't we each start? So you each, I wanted to have both of you on because you both had different roles at the con. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Anne, why don't you kind of tell about your experience? You were there with your mom? Yes, I got to go with my mom. Um, So we met there in New Jersey. And uh, we went all three days. Um, So on Friday, we kind of just wanted to scope out, you know, what's it going to be like, you know, where where are things so tomorrow, the next day, we'd know like where to go and that kind of thing. But I mean, they have different areas when you go in there, you know, they have stage area, vendors and food. Then they have in the middle of everything is what they call the Hallmark Channel experience. Um, And so they have Hallmark Channel employees and um, different settings where you can take pictures, a Christmas tree, apple cider and cookies. Then you go to the back and that's where the autographs and the um, things like that are where the celebrities are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we just we had a, a really great time uh, just being there as a fan. It was uh, it was very fun, and um, yeah, that's a general overview. So, Elise, what about you? You were there as a panelist, right? Yes, I was there as a panelist, um, but for the third day. So on Sunday, I was on a panel, um, but uh, Christmas Con was nice enough to give me a three day talent badge. So I got to go all three days and visit, which was really, really neat. Like the first two days, I was just kind of, you know, as a fan of these movies and walking around and talking to people and, you know, kind of getting a feel for everyone's experience. Um, it was really fun. It was, you know, a first year convention is always going to be a little bit hectic and, you know, things might not have gone completely perfectly or anything, but, um, it was really exciting to get to meet like, you know, as much as I write these films and books, like, I still also just like love them and enjoy them as a fan. So it was cool to connect with other fans and really like, you know, get in the Christmas spirit before all these movies really kick into high gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Have you, uh, have you, Anne, been to any other uh, cons like this? Um, my husband and I went to one day of one of the like Walker Stalker Heroes Villains Fan Fest um, things that they had in Nashville. And we were only there one day and he did do a photo op with somebody there. That was like really my only con type of experience. I've never been to like one of the super big ones, which mm-hmm. wanted to go. It's just, you know, really hard to get tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was my first kind of full immersion three day experience into it. And I was totally all about it. So it, it, was, it was good. So is that like a Walking Dead con that you went to? Yeah, it was like they had Walking Dead and then a few other like um, heroes and villains from like other stuff like DC shows or, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah. What about you, Elise? Have you been to a con like that? I have been to, I went to San Diego Comic Con in 2016, Ooh. I think, mm-hmm. um, just for one day. Um, we were in town and uh, managed to get some tickets. Um, it was kind of a nightmare. <laughs> oh, really? I, I, it was, it's really, really cool. Don't get me wrong. And it's just like, 
I, I had no idea what to expect. So mm. like, I just wasn't at that point. I like understood fandom and I was part of fandoms, but mostly like in online spaces. So mm. I just had no idea what to expect. Yeah. And I think that was kind of how a lot of people at Christmas con were like a lot of the fans mm. who had come. Yeah. Um, I don't think a lot of them had ever been to a convention experience quite like this. So I think there was some kind of um, expectation adjustments maybe that'll be made for like subsequent years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for me, this was a really exciting one because it was like a little bit smaller and the people were sometimes a little nicer, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it was a little, a little lower stakes than San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty intense one. I haven't that's been like to San Diego Comic-Con, but I've been to D23 twice and yeah, that's a, a lot to dive into your first one. <laughs> I bet. Overwhelming. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a, I'll put a link on my other channel. I have a whole video comparing small cons versus large cons. And because we have here local, we have what's called FanX. And oh, right. uh, it's basically Salt Lake Comic Con. And they made them change the name, which is ridiculous. But <laughs> mm. um, but, but yeah, there's advantage, pluses and minuses to all of them. And it basically at, uh, at, fan x they have like the photo ops that you can pay for and the they have the tons of panels which are so good and uh and, and that kind of thing whereas d23 you don't have to pay extra for anything but oh. you pay in lines <laughs> you, pay. you do your time is to pay. <laughs> you pay in lines uh yeah i mean it's not uncommon at d23 to wait at least four hours for a oh panel so <laughs> I would lose my mind. <laughs> and oh it's once God. you get in, they make it worth it, man. They're really oh, good. And wow. it's not quite as bad as it sounds because you're it's not a moving line. Like you mm -hmm. just can sit down and just, oh, okay. You know. So That's that a makes it better. a little bit better. And if like your friends yeah. are there, then it's you know, it's not as opposed to like a Disneyland line where you're kind of you can't really read a book or anything like that because you're moving uh, -huh. uh in the line uh they just kind of bring everybody up all at the same time so while you're waiting but anyway uh so yeah it's an it's an intense it's an intense experience going to a con and uh the the small and the big ones have but have their place but i did get that sense in in listening to some of the feedback that a lot of people didn't really understand what this kind of event is you yeah. know when they were when they were talking about things but i also did feel like it seemed like there weren't enough panels mm -hmm. uh and there was too much that was for pay uh and that's one thing about fan x is that they give you a lot for your for your badge like there's just so much you can do uh i don't know what did you think did you feel that way ann um yeah it was so funny because i think like a lot of the tickets sold out before people knew about stuff so people like seven people stopped me and were like okay tell me what was included in the vip badge so i'll tell you guys and um it was uh, i won the tickets but if you paid for the vip it was 170 dollars, and that got you entry to friday saturday and sunday and entry into the concert alicia witt and paul green and then that got you into the special VIP lines for like the photo, the selfie autographs, like a shorter mm -hmm. line. And you could get in 30 minutes early every day also. Um, and for me, if I was actually paying that money, I thought that some like um, 
what do you call it? Some like photos or selfies should have been like vouchered into that price because yeah. that seemed too much for me just for what I got or what if you paid for it, what you got. And that's what a lot of people said. They're like, you don't get any like, you know, free, like three free photos. And I was like, no. And, you know, I, I was with them. I was like, no, they should have at least included like, you know, three photo yeah. or autographs, whichever you choose. Like you get some voucher and you have that because it did seem too much money for that. That was my, that's yeah. my opinion. And it seemed to be everybody else's opinion when I told them, they're like, oh my gosh, so much money. <laughs> um, and, and it is, and it is. Yeah, and I think lot. that that was a lot of people's thing. They were like, oh, I have to pay, like I paid to get in here. Then I have to pay for, if I want any photos, any selfies, any photo ops, I have to pay more money. And so I think that, yeah, that could be, that needs to be kind of adjusted in some way. Um, yeah. for next time so at least uh, do you you got there on friday then you were there all three I days did. Yeah. yeah so I was there um for only a short time on saturday um because i was a little bit under the weather but uh, i was there all day um friday and sunday okay uh and did it was it just in the evening on on friday or was yeah. it yes it opened yeah. at five um i believe and and vips uh could get in i think at 4 30 um if i'm mm-hmm. recalling correctly um but i think uh, you know, just speaking kind of objectively as someone who didn't have to pay for their ticket, Friday wasn't necessarily as good a value. Um, mm, I think there's yeah. only one panelist. There were fewer celebrities. Um, mm-hmm. It was obviously a shorter day. Uh, and the Christmas tree lighting was a fairly short, you know, event. Um, and I think that might have caused a bit of the frustration among fans who had gone that Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that might have been a point of concern if I had bought a ticket, I might've been like, oh, I wish there were more panels or more people I could see or more things to do like crafting stations or, you know, yeah. some kind of more hallmarky um, tasks that were like built into your badge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So did they, they, I guess they had a hot cider and, uh, and cookie booth. <laughs> They yes they did that uh, it was so funny i asked my mom i said what was your favorite part and her favorite part was the hot cider cookies <laughs> and just that whole hallmark channel area she was like that part was awesome and and it was they did you know it's hallmark they did it it looked like you were in a movie in the middle of that thing it was beautiful yeah. and they had yeah. the hot cider and cookies and super nice man every time just giving it to you and and it was good the cider was good too well the funny thing to me about the hallmark section um, so if you've ever been to like a romance convention, like for, for romance novels, uh-huh. um, Harlequin usually sponsors a, um, cover artist or cover model, um, photo booth where mm. fans can go take pictures with like shirtless romance novel cover artists, Yeah, <laughs> which is both funny and cringy, <laughs> but, um, this was like, this Hallmark I mean, I'll do it. Let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> yes. This Hallmark experience felt like the Hallmark version of that where like yeah. every man who worked in this thing was like kind of like a handsome, rugged tree farmer look. All of them That's were true. in flannel. They were all really nice and smiley. Like so it was nice. it was the Hallmark version of that, yeah. which I thought was really, really sweet and kind of precious. <laughs> I mean have the was... bad boy section with a with a, a bad man of business. <laughs> I didn't That'll see any bad man of business. I want my money back. Yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, yeah, and they just had a bunch of different photo ops, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like two like kind of like fireplace room settings and then um what, oh then the um the ornament, like you go inside the ornament kind of like 
box kind of thing and then he takes your picture and it was so many families there like I'm sure taking their like Christmas card picture they're like all yeah. matching they look adorable <laughs> like they're so cute I was like oh I wish my husband was here to be like a perfect like setting for a Christmas card photo you're like photoshopping him in <laughs> yeah really <laughs> Yeah, my husband and I took our Christmas card. We don't really do Christmas cards, but we took a Christmas picture so uh, together at the Hallmark photo up. Oh, nice. that's cute. Uh, did, did your husband have a good time? Or he, he did. He only came with me. Um, he has one of his best friends just moved to New Jersey. So they spent Friday and Saturday hanging out. Okay. He came one day for the panel. And um, I think he was excited because he likes the movies. He watches them with me. But mm-hmm. I think he was very bewildered. He was very overwhelmed by all the people and the kind of like passion of the Hallmark fandom. Yeah. I think he was expecting like a lot of very like, you know, prim and proper ladies, you know. <laughs> That's not what it was. <laughs> and that was not what it was. <laughs> These people they were decked out. They just weren't like, you know, they, they were all very passionate. Yes. Yeah. Were people wearing like the Hallmark version of cosplay, like all decked out in Christmas or anything like that? I saw a couple of people wearing like I saw one Christmas tree dressed. I saw like one guy wearing like a candy cane suit. Like I saw a couple of those. Yeah. Um, someone, yeah, a couple of like sort of cosplay, but no, no one was like dressed as Alicia Witt's Ghost of Christmas Present in you know that oh, movie where she's a book writer, yeah, or anything like that. Yeah, but unfortunately, I mean, there are so many different Hallmark shirts and yes. and people like made these sweaters with like stuff on it and like people had shirts made like making Chris making memories at Christmas Con 2019 so and so family like it was I mean they were wearing all this I mean not like super over the top stuff but definitely Christmassy stuff mm-hmm. I would say yeah yeah did they have any like good merch or was it pretty. Mm? Oh, I, I honestly, I couldn't really look because I could barely close my suitcase when I went there. So I was like, <laughs> I know I can't buy anything. So I wished it was closer to me just so I could actually look at the stuff because I didn't want to mm. look because I'm like, I'm just teasing myself. So, <laughs> But I didn't, I didn't really uh, get to really look at it. I saw some of the food stuff because I was like, okay, I could get that and then just eat it. Um, yeah, but I think it was local stuff, right? Mostly. Yeah, most of the vendors there were like kind of local, um, you know, more crafty vendors. Uh, I think there were a few like MLMs, like Young Living and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, And then what I I found most surprising probably was that there was no actual Hallmark branded merchandise for sale in the entire convention. So the weird, yeah, like the merch booth was all Christmas con branded, which like obviously it's their event, but the fact that Hallmark had a presence there but wasn't selling like the DVDs or the books or anything like they're they're branded t-shirts or I was surprised by that and I think some of the guests were surprised as well yeah Yeah, it was even at d23 they have a whole hallmark booth yeah you can buy stuff oh wow (laughs) yeah you can get ornaments and stuff like especially you would think they would have an ornament booth yeah Yeah. I I was really surprised by that We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are the good folks over at Glamour Jewelry Box. And right now you can save $5 on your first month subscription. Go to GlamourJewelryBox.com and use offer code Hallmarkies during checkout. And what Glamour Jewelry Box does is every month they will send you a bracelet, a necklace, 
and a pair of earrings and they try to be on trend but not like weird on trend and so if you want to finish off that holiday ensemble the holiday outfit with like the perfect accessories this is such a fun way to have something that is unique that's affordable and that not everybody is going to have it at your get-togethers and your parties you know things like that also makes a, a wonderful gift because uh, who doesn't like getting something fun in the mail every month so definitely check it out save five dollars on your first month subscription you go to glamourjewelrybox.com use offer code hallmarkies during checkout also there was um one of the booths i thought was really fun was um oh uh, byu had a, a a booth there and they were doing christmas movie research for someone's uh, doctoral thesis oh, so nice. you would see that you would go and do like a um, word association game and they would give you saltwater taffy and buttons for participating. It was very cute. <laughs> that I, I wonder if that's we should get them on the podcast. Yes, they're probably close by. <laughs> Me, that's interesting. <laughs> only, only at BYU. I'll, although I, I think, ma'am, maybe now I've missed my chance of getting a PhD in Christmas movies. <laughs> they take it over. <laughs> They stole my idea. No, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, so then on Saturday you uh they, there were a few more panels what were you what were you able to go to uh and on saturday oh um on saturday i got to see oh what was the first one um oh i didn't i didn't get to see danica and rachel because that was a danica's line actually um i did get to see some of the podcast panel i was kind of in the back the tables where you could eat were, were a place where you could still hear it and see it from pretty far away but i was back there so i could hear some of that um and then oh i'm trying to remember who else was on saturday i saw cameron and um and Alyssa, Melissa Claire Egan, we were like in the second row because my mom loves all my children. So uh, they were great, wonderful. Um, and did they give any fun nuggets? Any, um, anything that surprised you at all? Or Not really. Uh, Cameron did say, which I just saw an article about it, um, that uh, in the movie he made, um, there was a lot of um, kind of paying attention to special moments, which I guess we'll see in Christmas club. And so he felt like it partially inspired him to get the MRI that he got that, um, you know, helped mm -hmm. save his life. Um, so he said that, you know, if he wasn't to make that movie with that specific, um, you know, kind of theme, then, you know, he's like, I'm not sure if, you know, he's like, I could have, but you know, maybe not at that time would I have, you know, gone right and done it, um, after that making that movie. Mm -hmm. So, uh, mm -hmm. that was, that was really cool. Um, and so the the podcasting panel obviously it was woefully lacking because we were not included <laughs> yes definitely definitely <laughs> um but it had our friends from deck the hallmark yes and it was yes. and it was and then the, the girls from the bubbly sesh mm -hmm. right and then it had uh i think brian from christmas yes. past yes so that and was there anybody else and i'm trying to remember if there's somebody else did did Alonzo uh, host that panel or was it the Bubbly Sesh? It was Alonzo for that one. Yeah. The Bubbly Sesh hosted every single other panel, but he did for their, for their panel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So did, did you get to meet him? I didn't. I didn't yeah. get to meet him. Oh. I saw him a few times. I didn't. I didn't go up and talk to him. <laughs> he seemed. He seemed like he was pretty funny. Yeah, he's he's so great. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Alonzo Duralde. I. Uh, at least did you get to go to that one uh no i didn't i missed it unfortunately yeah 
so anyway, I'm sure it was very interesting. Uh, did they, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it was a lot of fun to hear about from the podcasters. Oh, yeah, I guess what, what, what did they discuss? What was the, the kind of heart of the discussion? Um, they were just kind of talking about like what sort of things they, um, like talk about on their podcast and then like, um, you know, what some of like their favorite, um, their favorite films are or the things that, um, they they enjoy talking about most, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, that's kind of what they were kind of talking about. Was Grumpy Dan like, (laughs) was he (laughs) miserable or did he, did he play his part well? (laughs) Yeah, you know, he does. He plays that part pretty well. Um, you know, he he's just so funny. Yeah, he he was he was being himself. I'll just say that. <laughs> good. You know. That's good. Well, that sounds fun. That would have been my most anticipated of the con for sure. Uh in and so in so did you get to go to any other so Lacey Chabert and Jonathan Bennett, I guess spoke yes my mom went to see that one i was in line for somebody when that happened because it's like that was the best time to be in line when everybody else was in the panel (laughs) um but i could kind of hear jonathan he is a hoot oh my gosh he is just so over the top it's just really funny Um, i know i hope someday i'll get to interview him because yeah even in his his homework movies like there's just that little sort of wink (laughs) wink i I really enjoy it's funny but uh, uh <laughs> oh and you... they had um oh, sorry. they had what? the guy from mean girls oh my gosh um what's his name he came as a special surprise um one of the friends who the guy who was friends with Lindsay lohan and oh. uh, janice i forgot his character's name yeah he came he surprised everybody and he came and so then they were all three kind of you know talking about mean girls from what i could kind of hear and then you know christmas stuff as well. yeah it's kind of interesting because the panels seem to be groupings that didn't have to do with the home with the movies that they're in they were yes. with other stuff which is sort of interesting yeah uh, it is because cameron matheson melissa claire egan yeah that's not the you know they're not in the movie together yeah. uh, <laughs> but uh and then you know Lacey and jonathan and and then jack decay and and melissa joan hart and yes. i don't know it's sort of interesting but were you able at least to go to any panels on Saturday? You said you got sick. Yeah, I got. I was a little under the weather, um, and I was just. I was worried about you know being ready for mine on Sunday. Sure. Um, I heard some great things. Yeah, I, I heard the Mean Girls panel, as they called it, was, <laughs> was thrilling, especially once mm-hmm. a special guest arrived. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you got a bunch of. You were able to do a bunch of photo ops and on uh, Saturday. That is. All right yeah yes i did three i had three i had planned three on sunday and then i mean three on saturday and three on sunday but i ended up doing four sunday um but yeah on saturday i saw um chad michael murray mm-hmm. he was the first one because i was like his line's gonna be at the wazoo so i was like the fourth person to see him so that was super so you exciting. had to you didn't like have a, a sort of a spot reserved ahead of time for him you just had to stay in line Yes, you have to stand in line. So thankfully, when I got there, it was early. And so I was the third VIP person in line. And Mm. so what they do is they alternate between a regular line and the VIP line. But the VIP line is always way shorter than the regular line. So it goes a lot quicker. Um, Because some people are like, Oh, well, they're just alternating. And you know, you're still waiting. I'm like, Yeah, but I was like, the long the the farthest I back I was in line was in Ryan Pavey's line. I was like the fifteenth person in line, and that was the mm-hmm. furthest back that I was. Usually, I was like the first, second, third, fourth person in line. So I only waited like ten in ten minutes. Yeah. You know, you know. So that was worth it. Um, 
But yeah, I saw Chad and then Jesse Metcalf and uh, Cameron Matheson on Saturday. Oh, it's like a handsome fest. Oh my gosh, yes. They're so so wonderful and sweet (laughs) and kind. So yeah. 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 All the women were melting into the ground. So, <laughs> and all the guys were just rolling their eyes like, oh my gosh. Not some of them. Some of the older guys, they were like super happy to be there with their wife and like super supportive. And so, that was sweet. They've learned, they've learned over time. <laughs> you, you can't fight it. So, you know. <laughs> I always remember our friend Sam from Hallmark Hubby, where he was like, my wife watched Hallmark movies and I watched sports. And I realized I wanted to spend time with my wife. So I started watching a Hallmark movie. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> favorite thing ever. Aww. Yeah, that's the dream marriage as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> was, it, like, was it relatively well organized as far as the photo ops? Because I have to admit, I don't like getting photo ops, at least at Fan X, because it is such chaos. Mm. And it's just, and they just like push you in. You only have like 30 seconds with this person. And so I've only done it. I've only done photo ops twice. I've done other ones that were the selfie ones, which I think are way better. Yes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I've, I've done Carrie Fisher, which oh, yes. amazing. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And they're also, and the prices just keep getting higher and oh higher. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Back when I got my picture with Carrie Fisher, it was $90, which at the time it was like, oh my gosh, how am I spending this much? But it yeah. was worth it. But um, <laughs> we also had to sit on the floor with her dog. It was, the whole thing was very weird. Oh. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, it was worth it because it's Carrie Fisher. And, yeah. um, and then the only other one that I've done that's one of those expensive ones was I had my picture taken with Jody Benson, who was the voice mm, of Ariel. I know you love, yes. Like my hero. <laughs> and so that was really cool. But I don't know, just the whole process is very stressful in my opinion. Well, I actually, because of what you just said, I didn't do the photo opt ones where they have like the background and the bright light and the yeah. camera. Cause I'm like, I want to see, but I really blink really bad when it's um, the camera flash thing. And I've done one of those things one time before. And I was like, that costs more money. It costs double the amount of money. And I was like, I'm probably going to blink. So, <laughs> and I feel like I have less time with the person. So yeah. I went for all the selfies, which all Smart. the ones I did were $30, except for Cameron was very nice. And the lady's like, oh, here's your change. I was like, what? She's like, oh, his is 25. I'm like, oh, well, bless him. Okay, well, <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they were 30. And the photo ops were all like 60 or 50. And I was like, as oh. many as I wanted to do, I was like, I will save like half the money, you know, just doing the the selfies because and whenever I saw the photo op line it was crazy so I was so glad that I did not do that (laughs) so that was just my personal experience and what I personally wanted but yeah well that's really cool that that they had the selfies for pretty top tier talent yeah I mean I'm telling you like the only person I heard over 30 which I didn't agree with no offense to her is Melissa Joan Hart I heard Mm -hmm. that hers was 40 and I was like but that was her choice to set whatever she wanted. Um, so it, yeah, I thought that was pretty cheap. At Fan X this last time to get your picture taken with Hayden Christensen, two hundred and twenty dollars. What? I'd have done, <laughs> no done it. I'd have done it. That's crazy! Oh my gosh! Wow! I mean, does that come with like a free kiss? Like that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's so much I, money. He was charging as much as Tom Holland, which oh my god. That's well, I guess I guess for him, 
not to stick up for someone who's charging $200 <laughs> for a picture with them. But I do think for him, especially because he has so much like fanboy hate, uh-huh. I mm-hmm. guess it keeps people who would just want to say something mean to him yeah. from paying That's 50 true. bucks just to like stick it to Hayden Christensen. Well, and hey, he was very busy. There was a lot, there was no (laughs) amount of people. So, hey, if you can get the 220, I mean, yeah, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, that's really cool. Actually, that makes me feel much better about the photo op whole thing because $30 is very reasonable. And and to have it be the, the, for the selfies for someone like Cameron Matheson. Mm Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's yeah. not bad. It really Chad Michael Murray, $30 selfie. I honestly thought about doing another one. I'm not going to lie. Just to be close to him one more time. It crossed my mind. So. There was ATMs because you had to pay cash. They had ATMs. You could just go to the ATM, get more money. So. That's cool. Yeah, I just took a couple selfies at the last FanX uh, with um, Linda Ballantyne, who's the voice of Sailor Moon. And then, uh, and then with Susan Egan, who's uh, the voice of Meg in Hercules and a really mm-hmm. amazing singer. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for the voice talent. <laughs> yeah. I also did one a couple of years ago with Ralph Macchio from Karate oh, wow. Kid. That was pretty cool. Oh, that's <laughs> We'd like to take a second to thank our second sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are at Skylight Frame. And right now you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. And you go to skylightframe.com. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E. And you enter code Hallmark, not Hallmarkies, just Hallmark. And you can get $10 off. And what this is really neat about is that such an easy way to to display photos in a new format because we've had digital frames for a long time, but this is a completely digital experience. You don't have to have your frame connected to the computer at all. People can email photos right directly to your frame. So what could be so fun about this is you could be looking at your frame and surprise photo from a member of your family could just pop up. And I think that's such a delightful idea. You think of all the pictures that we take on Instagram and uh, on our phones. And if you could just one click, send that directly to the frame of a member of your family, that would just be such a novel, fun concept, I think. They are very attractive. It's a black frame with a white mat, and it looks just like any other picture frame, so it doesn't look like a digital frame that we've seen before. It has 100% satisfaction guarantee. You'll really enjoy it, and I think it would just make such a nice gift, especially if you think of somebody like a grandma or somebody that's really important to the whole family and that everybody could be sending photos to the frame. Uh, it has a touch screen. It's just easy to use. And you can save $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. You go to skylightframe.com, enter code Hallmark. That's Skylight Frame, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, code Hallmark. <laughs> did you, when you went to San Diego Comic-Con, did you get into Hall H? No, um, we mostly went for like the experience-based stuff. So mm. um, we did like a Suicide Squad thing. My husband and I, he did a big Mr. Robot thing, which I didn't do. And then we did the thing where you 
called an Uber and then they put like a VR experience on you while they drove around. And I've never seen Mr. Robot. So I didn't understand anything that was going on. Um, <laughs> yeah. I spent almost the entire time making fun of the lead actor's voice, uh, which my husband <laughs> did not think was very funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, we did like mostly the experience based stuff. That's that's fun. Yeah, they have stuff like that at D23 as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they had a whole National Geographic uh, experience where you felt like you were like underwater. It was pretty cool. And then they have they had a whole uh, heroes and villains uh, costume experience where you could go and you could see all of these various costumes from all the different uh, Disney movies. That was really neat. And that's, cool. that's the one thing about D23 is they make the wait worthwhile. Yeah, <laughs> I mean everything is so super cool. Uh, they they also have a, a a whole um setup where you can uh you can swim, I guess, in Scrooge's money gold. Oh, I saw that. You can dive in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's something that Hallmark might want to if they're going to continue to sponsor the convention. That might be something worth looking into for them. Like, how mm-hmm. do you do more? experiential things yeah. that people are going to come away with thinking that they kind of got their money's worth without yeah. having to buy, you know, selfies and pictures, no matter how yeah. reasonable those are, mm-hmm. you know, like, can you build like a Hallmark cafe from one of the movies or yeah. mm-hmm. see what it feels like to play in fake movie snow? Like those kind of yeah. things might be, be interesting. Yeah. I think that would be really fun. You could have, I mean, I guess it wouldn't necessarily be Christmas, but it would be fun if they had like, the different seasons the yeah. you can have like fall harvest spring mm-hmm. and you can get kind of your that would that would be kind of fun and you maybe you could get like a picture when you go out with you in all of the four the four main seasons that i know they have like good. countdown to summer and other weird stuff now but yeah but the main winter fest <laughs> valentine's yeah. that would uh, be good that would be fun <laughs> uh so uh yes and then uh, so they had this concert that night saturday night mm-hmm. and I, it is surprising that people would have to pay extra for this it was very cheap but yeah i don't think they should have had to pay i think it was twenty dollars the standalone tickets i saw mm-hmm. i think didn't the vips get in for free was that yes the vip package? it came with the vip package um and then if you bought just you know standalone tickets then it was twenty dollar ticket for the concert to add it on mm-hmm. so uh paul green and alicia witt uh yeah. what did you think I thought it was great. My mom and I really enjoyed it. The one thing I would say is I wish they played more Christmas music because mm. not all of it was like Christmassy, especially Alicia Way. I think she played two Christmas, okay, maybe three, three Christmas songs. And then the other ones weren't Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Green is kind of similar, like two or three Christmas and then the rest weren't Christmas. Um, so maybe a little more Christmas, but they're both super talented, super just nice, and uh, really were engaged, you know, just wanted us to sing when it was a song that we all knew, and um, and it was really fun. They were just, they were, I mean, Alicia Witt, she was so talented. I had no idea. I mean, she, wow, she was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's one of the queens of Hallmark. But yeah, no, she's she's very, very talented. I think if we ever do the, uh, the uh, Hallmark uh, musical, I think these two have got to be in it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so and then Sunday, so this was your panel day, Elise. Yeah. And so who was on the panel with you for the writing? Okay. Um, Julie Sherman Wolf, of course, you know, queen, mm-hmm. we stan. 
um, Joni Kane, who uh, of course wrote one of the most famous Hallmark movies of all time, uh, The Christmas Card. Um, Alonzo Duralde was our um, host. And then, um, never remember this woman's name. Um, she is a, a Christmas history writer. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember her Joanne name? Joanne Wilson. Yes, Joanne oh, Wilson. Okay. Yeah, we, we had her on the podcast. Uh, I'll put a link down if people want to listen to that episode. She's, yeah, she's incredible. Um, yeah, her she wealth of knowledge. <laughs> yes, and she was really, she added a really wonderful like layer to the discussion. You know, we were all talking about kind of how we write films and then she was talking about like how as a culture we you know take these movies in and like experience them as like a community mm-hmm. and um, so that was really exciting to get to talk mm-hmm. to her and um, have that kind of uh, element to our talk yeah yeah she wrote the Chris- christmas tv uh encyclopedia like, literally and, wrote the book on it yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and she finished it in 2010 so now she's coming up with another edition next year, which is kind of crazy. You think how th- that's going to have all of Countdown to Christmas. Wow. Because her oh first, you know, there's been 10 years of Countdown to Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh it's going to be a big book. <laughs> tell you that. It's gonna be, yeah, it'll be really good. I'm excited. So, <laughs> uh, and uh, so yeah uh, we love julie sherman wolf I and mean, she's hilarious so that must have been cool yeah. to actually meet her yes it was really cool and um you know she whether i knew it or not has been one of my favorite writers since i was in you know high school and i watched um avalon high she did the film adaptation for that for uh-huh. disney channel and that was one of my favorite books and then watching it on tv like i just i was obsessed um and she wrote for Phil of the Future and she wrote for like a lot of these TV shows that I grew up like loving and being just totally obsessed mm-hmm. with. So it was kind of like a, just a total overwhelming honor to meet her in person. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very, very funny and, um, you know, very quick on her feet. You know, all of that banter from her films really, you know, you can tell it comes from her. Mm-hmm. And um, Joni Kane was so, so sweet and incredibly heartfelt and, mm-hmm. you know, very passionate about these kind of films and connecting with fans. She made these little fan bracelets for all of us that she like gave out to the crowd who was there to say, I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I still have mine. Um, So yeah, it was, it was a really wonderful discussion. Um, I got to pitch the audience on my dream Hallmark uh, lifetime Christmas movie that I want to make, which is basically a Hallmark movie meets Thor. So it's about like an alien who comes and has to fall in love and find the meaning of Christmas Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited about it. One day Hallmark's gonna let me do it. I'm convinced. <laughs> and um, and the, the crowd cheered. So Hallmark, listen, <laughs> listen to the people. Be open. I mean, yeah. I would love that. I love you know Thor and the whole superhero world. So my two worlds colliding. Uh, I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, any kind of story where you can have someone who's sort of out of their element and yeah. and then and then have a Christmas sort of element to it yeah. i i must say i was kind of i i liked the new movie noel i didn't love it quite as much as i wanted to but still that was one of my favorite parts for her being kind of uh <laughs> bringing kind of awkward in the uh in the normal people world because she's yeah. raised in you know christmas santa world mm. uh but uh but i, I usually <laughs> like that dynamic a lot it's funny uh and and we i loved 
my interview with Julie Sherman Wolf, one of my all-time favorites. She, we could have, I mean, I cut down quite a bit because <laughs> we talked for a long time. It was just, I instantly felt like we were friends. Yeah. And, uh, and so we are going to have her back on the podcast uh, this uh, later, later this month. Uh, we will be talking to Julie. So I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, so did she talk about her process at all or anything like that? Yeah, we, we all kind of talked about, you know, those sort of things. Um, she talked about how now she, um, I think it was her, she just, she was living in LA and now she lives in um, Connecticut, mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. And she lives across the street from a Christmas tree farm. Oh. So she talks about how like she really doesn't have to do any like prep to get in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> she just opens yeah. her and she's like, oh, Christmas. Oh, that's so, nice. Uh, yeah. Pretty advantageous for a Christmas writer, right? Mm-hmm. And- did you talk about your experience writing? Um, I assume you did about writing Christmas Company. Well, yeah, I did. I did. I got to tell my my favorite Hallmark um, corporate story, which is during the editing process of the book. Um, originally, the book kind of starts with, um, or I guess the kind of inciting incident is Tate going to like kind of taking over his house and filling it with Christmas decorations. And being like, this is where I'm celebrating Christmas now. You took away my festival. I'm taking your house. And I got a note from uh, Hallmark from Crown Media that that said, very simply, um, she needs a legal reason to be there. Hallmark heroines do not commit crimes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Every time I make a movie now, I have to remind myself or write a pitch. You know, Hallmark heroines do not commit crimes. That yeah. is funny. Wow. I guess yeah, our, our remake it. of Hitch for the Holidays is out of the question now. Yes. <laughs> They're never going to get that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that's, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Uh, so what, um, what photo ops were you able to get on uh, Sunday, Anne? Um, on Sunday, oh, this is a good day, too. I saw Andrew Walker, who everyone knows. I just love that man. He's so Andrew wonderful. Walker. He's very dreamy. He looks better in person if that's even yeah. possible. So <laughs> he, was so, he was so nice to me. Uh, Ryan Pavey, who is also just so, so nice. And he was the one causing hysteria. I will tell everybody. The Pavey was pack like, was out in full force. The Pavey pack was in full force. When I walked in, I was like, who the heck's line is this coming all the way back here? And I walk up and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is Ryan's line. I mean, yeah. Andrew's line was long and all the, everyone's lines were long, but his line was like, whoa it was and they great. all had matching t-shirts they did yeah he put it on his instagram i think it's like these 10 ladies with him all have pavy pack and they gave him a shirt i heard oh my god so, yeah it was it was in full force for sure That's and funny. then i saw two queens uh danica mckellar and aaron Craco. Mm. and they were both they were both very nice as well well and you got aaron Craco to tweet out to uh to our good friend caroline right Yes, I was in line for Danica and I saw this, I saw her do a video for someone. So immediately I was like, oh my gosh, I have got to get her to do a video for Caroline because it's not really like, you know, it's not something you could pay for. It's just like something you do and you hope their agent or whoever that person's with them doesn't yell at you because Andrew's Mm -hmm. lady, I'll tell you, she was not very nice. If you were talking longer than a few seconds, she was starting to get onto you. Mm -hmm. Um, So that her, I saw when that, and then she didn't say anything. I was like, okay, let me just go over there right now and just like do it. And so... I did. Yeah. It was so nice. And she knew who Caroline was. And she was like, oh, yeah, like a couple people told me she was so sad she couldn't make it. Of course I'll do, you know, and she was just oh. so nice. And she was so sweet. I mean, yeah. 
that you mean you did a good deed because you <laughs> made her day her month and, and and she just barely gotten her tonsils out you know like, like a couple you know yeah. a month ago so she, this was this was a good oh, i'm so <laughs> yeah. glad i just knew how much joy it was going to bring her yeah. and i was like i have got to try to bring that much joy to somebody if i'm like this close so yeah yeah it, it made me happy because i i just feel like we because we all live so far apart and yet i really yeah. do feel like we have created this fun little little family that we kind of know yeah. each other and we, we you know just doing something that uh that that nice for for her was really cute i really appreciated uh, it yeah, <laughs> it <was> of course <laughs> uh so uh yeah so i think that we basically cover or was there anything else that uh that really stood out for you um, oh, I did want to say one thing. Uh, it was really fun to, when I was in line waiting for some of this stuff, uh, to talk to the fans, other fans who love this stuff as much as me. You know, it's just, it's so fun because I can have social anxiety because I'm kind of like a 50-year-old stuck in a 28-year-old's body. And so sometimes I don't really know how to talk to people about stuff because it's just we don't on the same wavelength. So it was like everybody was there. We all loved the same thing. And it was so easy to talk to everybody because they all knew who all the people are and ask them what's their favorite movie. And, you know, they knew everything. It was just so fun to just be there and be talking about something we're all really passionate about together. Um, yeah. So that was super fun. Yeah. So do you have any final takeaways, Elise? Yeah, just that I think, you know, um, there were a lot of very cynical takeaways about con uh, Christmas Con from, um, you know, some fairly big media outlets. Mm -hmm. um, but I think at the end of the day, you know, this whole kind of genre of film that we love is very much like above cynicism and above, you know, hating things just because it's fun. You know, I, I love being a part of a community that really embraces joy and hope and optimism and the belief that good things can happen if, um, you know, you're, you're, positive and putting love out into the world and um i'm just you know going to christmas con really reminded me of that and i am very mm -hmm. very proud to have been a part of it and to be a part of it you know in my own small little way so um thank you to everyone who was there and for uh reminding me of all that yeah, yeah. that's great that's great I, it really is there's so much toxicity out there and in every fandom has it in a certain degree in one degree or another uh but hallmark is pretty darn good <laughs> as far as the i mean compared to some of the other ones and i mean unless they're killing off their favorite characters that's really <laughs> the only time that things yeah, come out. yeah. <laughs> for the most part it's just a really nice place to be and uh, you know it's christmas and it's celebrating uh christmas i mean well that's just the best joyful so uh i, I hope i will get to go uh, I just spent all of my budget on <laughs> on D23 this year. I had nothing left uh, as far as that kind of going to that kind of experience. And so, but maybe, maybe next year that would be fun. So maybe next year you'll be on a panel. Yeah. Hey, yeah, maybe you will <laughs> call us up. <laughs> uh, so, well, thanks you guys so much for coming and sharing with us. I feel like I kind of got to experience it. Uh, through your guys' stories. And so, Anne, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AWScott21, Scott with two Ts. And I do have a highlight of Christmas Con on my Instagram where you can, you know, go through and see all the stories right now. So, yeah. Oh, very cool. And Elise, where can people find you? 
you can find me at writer Elise. Um, it's writer, like, you know, a person who writes and A-L-Y-S, that's my name. Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram and I have a Facebook page, um, Elise Murray author, if you're uh, up on Facebook. Great. So we'll have all that in the description section. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on uh, everywhere. And on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure you check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media, and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us your thumbs up. I mean, ah, if you're listening <laughs> on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give us your thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that as well. So thanks so much, you guys. And we will talk again soon. So Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.